The most important thing is that you have a vision, that you have a goal. Because without that vision and without that goal, again, you're drifting around and you're never going to end up anywhere. People don't become successful just by accident. You're going to get your ass kicked, we're going to get the shit kicked out of us. You got to get up, you got to have faith that the one thing you wanted to happen, oftentimes is the best thing that never happened. So have faith, just keep that in mind, keep plugging away. Never accept the limitations of someone else. Somebody told you that it's impossible. Don't even try. Give up before you even fucking try it for yourself. Never accept the goddamn limitation that someone else has placed upon you. And now, fitnessinformant.com presents the Iron Union Podcast. Let's go. Everyone, I want everybody welcome inside the Iron Union Podcast. I am Fitness Informant founder and CEO, Ryan Buckeye. Excited. Excited AF for this podcast. And I've said it on social media. I say it to start the podcast with Sharon, um, Mrs. Lighty, CEO of The Vitamin Shop. She's unbelievable. Just an unbelievable human being. And I think that's what I appreciate most. I, I, you know, what she did for Vitamin Shop, turning that ship around, is remarkable. Her and her team. But she's a good human being. I mean, to take time out of her busy schedule to show appreciation for myself, for Fit Butters, because we're obviously in all the vitamin shops now, is, is absolutely insane. And for me, being a branding and marketing geek guru specialist, yeah, talking to Jay Cutler is great. Talking to Ronnie Coleman is great. I'm not a professional bodybuilder. I'm a professional marketer. I'm a professional businessman, person, and a guy with two daughters. And to speak with a female CEO in the boys' club of sports nutrition and vitamins and minerals was awesome. Um, you know, I, I took a lot away. I think she is just a very personable, good human being. And if you have not been to a vitamin shop lately, I'd recommend you go. You can pick up, obviously, Fitbars. It's available now in over 720 vitamin shop locations. Ghost Energy. Outright Bar. Planta. I mean, we could talk all day about cool brands that they carry, but really it's just a story in a conversation with the future of Vitamin Shop, how they were able to turn around some of the strategic alliances that they are doing with the brand, um, you know, and, and how they navigated through the pandemic. And we, we, we talk about pivoting, which was a big thing that obviously that I, I focused on uh, in my life. You know, I pivoted in my personal life. I pivoted in my professional life. And here we are. So um, it's cool. It gives you guys a glimpse into the world of retail, which many of you don't see or don't, maybe you don't care to see. And that's, that's okay too. But it's a, a story, a conversation about a good human being and how she got to the position that she's at through working her ass off, doing the right thing, not taking shortcuts, um, you know, and, and talking about the legacy that they want to leave behind in terms of the vitamin shop and they want to become a household brand name. And I think they're definitely going to be. There are brands that are launching a vitamin shop this summer that you all are going to be like, wow, this retailer is making moves and it's really, really exciting stuff. Um, you know, again, I'm just going to throw a cheap plug in there for me. Vitamin shop now carries fit butters at all 720 plus vitamin shop locations nationwide, vitaminshop.com, free shipping over 25 bucks. Best way to support me and this brand is to vote with your dollars. They have the exclusive banana maple French toast using the planta protein, um, which is probably the best, uh, tasting, nut butter on the planet, honestly. Uh, Sharon even alludes to it on the podcast. So hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Sharon Luddy, CEO of Vitamin Shop, just a, a, a smart, educated, well-put-together human being. And, and you know, in a world in which we are surrounded by so much negativity, it is refreshing to speak and have a conversation with somebody who cares. 
Ladies and gentlemen, CEO of Vitamin Shop, Sharon Lighty. Adding my product is going to help you get to where you want to be. Five percenters is 5% of the people in the world that are willing to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. We're talking about business, success, education. Willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. The things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. back inside the Iron Union podcast. I'm excited about this one. And I've said this a lot, Sharon. I've had four-time Mr. Olympia, Jay Cutler. I've had eight-time Mr. Olympia, Ronnie Coleman. Like I've had all these big names in the fitness world. This is the podcast that I'm looking forward to the most because I'm a marketing and branding nerd. I'm a business nerd. And for those of you who maybe don't know who's on the podcast today, Sharon Letty, CEO, Vitamin Shop. Welcome in. Thanks, Ryan. It's really great to be here with you. Thank you. First off, I have two daughters. So this has been kind of a cool year for me because I don't care what side of the political spectrum you fall on seeing a VP be a female and Kamala Harris. I told my daughter who's three, I said, see, you can be anything you want to be. And mm -hmm. I let her know that I was talking to you today and she doesn't grasp everything yet, but she definitely gets like the woman power thing. And I think it's great. Um, so you, what I think is awesome is my buddies and I talk about the sports nutrition vitamin world as it's kind of like a boys club. And you're the queen of the boys club and you came in in 18 and like, how does it feel, I guess, to be a woman in leadership, a CEO of a major retail uh, operation, domestically, foreign, in a space that's predominantly dominated by men? Yeah. Well, look, I, you know, as I've gotten to know the community a little bit more and I have much to do because I'm kind of 18 months behind because we haven't been out to be able to be in events or to be able to meet and, and see others. But you know, at the, at, the, at the core of everything, it's about people. Mm -hmm. And it's about helping, helping others. And for those, for us, it's about our customer. And we believe, and I believe, that when you have the opportunity to be with people, you put your best foot forward, uh, you build a great team to support the customer. And you know, one of the things I know, I think you've heard me talk about is, I'm, I'm a very, very involved in what's going on with our customer, what the needs of our customer are, and then how do we pick partners 
regardless of whether they're male or female, to be and deliver uh, what we need for our community, our customer, which, by the way, for us, it's pretty evenly split, mm -hmm. male and female. And in our business, I just want to make sure that we do the absolute best thing we can for our customer. And I'm just, you know, terrific. I'm great. I'm grateful that I have the opportunity and it's a terrific opportunity to be here. You mentioned the, your customer, your demographic is split male, female. I also, what I've noticed from my local women's shops is the age range is across the board, like anywhere yeah. from somebody who could be my grandmother walking in and getting her mm -hmm. vitamins and minerals to a teenager looking to get creatine for the first time. I mean, yeah. is, that's, that's cool and very unique because you don't see that very often. How do you cater to all the different demographics? It's hard. It's, it's very hard because it, 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 your marketing dollars don't quite yeah. spread as far as you'd like them to. But it's also a wonderful opportunity because there is no other retailer that does what we do mm -hmm. that, that reaches that many consumers. And so we want to make sure, again, we talk about lifetime wellness starts here is how do we bring the customer that is that teenager or that young person into our business and kind of uh, have them be part of our community for life. Right. And what we see often in our business is that the younger consumer is very focused on the sports nutrition side of the business. But then they transition because they become moms and dads or they're taking care of parents or kids. And then they kind of move into the other side of the business, which is obviously the nutritional and the supplement side of the business. Sure. And what we're seeing today, um, you know, with the with what's happened with our current environment with the pandemic and everything is now we're actually seeing the sports nutrition consumer actually more interested in the vitamin, mineral and supplement space because they realize that it's about holistic health. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's very exciting. So if we can be the place to help educate and help customers, again, be with us for life, that's really what our focus is on. I think if, if anything out of the pandemic, the silver lining is that our focus shifted. It's not just about pre-workouts and intra-workouts, but it's about mm -hmm. holistic health because obviously the stats show that COVID impacted you know, elderly and the obese population yeah. more than anybody. So for us to take care of our overall health and wellness, I think is huge. And, and like, talk to me about 2020 and that year it was, because we know retailers like Amazon thrived and killed it yeah. um, mm -hmm. because nobody left their house. You guys did fairly well as well. Right. I mean, from when you could be open, I know for a while, but when gyms closed, I think maybe there was probably a hit, but how did you guys weather the storm and what were those conversations like inside those walls and say like, what do we do? Yeah, well, when we when the pandemic hit in the spring, obviously, we also had to close, we had mm -hmm. reduced hours, we weren't closed everywhere. But we right. did have a fair number of stores closed on the onset of the pandemic. And our hours of operations were redu reduced significantly. But we pivoted fast. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I'm really proud of our team at the vitamin shop is we've been be we've become much more agile and nimble and our ability to speed to market. And, uh, and part of that is our technology and the way we think about digital. You know, the organization um, pivoted very quickly to, again, to make sure we were able to be where the customer needed us to be. And mm -hmm. so our online business expanded no different than everybody else's, but there were enhancements that we had invested in in, in the year that I got here uh, because I, we were so far behind on right. the digital side of things. And so we made a tremendous amount of investment. And those investments paid off, thank goodness, mm -hmm. uh, so that we were able to deliver. And then we did, and then we pivoted even further and faster around buy online, pick up in store, curbside delivery. We launched Instacart. Uh, we, again, wanted to make sure that we could be where the customer was. And we did everything we can to speed up our fulfillment in the supply chain. 
So again, when customers are used to getting their prime order in a day or you know two days later, we needed to be able to compete with that. So how could we do that? So uh, that was a big part of, of what we did. But I got to tell you, you know, I think any organization that made it through, the, in particular, that stretch of time, it was a focus on making sure that you kept your people safe and healthy. You, they, the, the, the people had to be at the forefront because there's so much we didn't know during that time. Yeah, right. And so how do you create an environment to make sure that people feel like they can count on you? Yeah. And so that's what we really tried to focus on. And we tried to adjust and adapt just as quick as we possibly could. And we made it through. And we're really grateful that we got to meet new customers that we've been able to keep. And now we can kind of continue on and, and help them. And certainly we're seeing that in the yeah. on the fitness side of the house, whereas people realize that, oh, my gosh, you know, maybe I was in the house a little bit too, too long. And it's time for me to, to get out there and, and get active again. And uh, so we're grateful that we were there for their wellness needs around immune. Mm -hmm. And now we can pivot again to continue to take care of their wellness needs around vitamin, minerals and supplements, but then also move them over to the sports nutrition side of the business as they, you know, start getting back into the gym right. and getting inside. It's great that you mentioned that two years ago, uh, Josh Hall and I would do a podcast and we talked about, you know, I would go to Walmart and I know um, when I was at General Mills, some of that technology that Walmart was investing was paying off big time in terms of specifically customer pickup at the store. You guys at that time, I don't think had it enacted yet. So I was, I think we talked about like, there's gotta be a way vitamin shop can do local deliveries with their hubs and that's mm -hmm. Instacart. And there's gotta be a way they can do in-store pickup. And you guys did all that. And you just mm -hmm. mentioned it paid off. But I think you're right. You're going against Amazon where you get your package in a day. Customers don't want to pay shipping. So vitaminshop.com, mm -hmm. it's free shipping or 25 bucks. Not hard to get that threshold, right? right. Um, but you also mentioned like when you came in, you guys were behind. You came in, I believe, what, fall of 2018 around that mm -hmm. area? Yep, sure did. <laughs> you came into, how do we, you came into a, 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 a messy situation maybe or a situation that needed a lot of help. And I know talking to other brands in the space, they've always said like vitamin shop has a specific culture versus the other guys. Um, and the other guys are, are, are just like not the culture that a lot of people love. But what did you think going into that situation? Like you had to turn this ship around like vitamin shop that for what it's worth was, was the Titanic and you avoided mm -hmm. the iceberg. So that's kudos to you and, and the entire team that you put together. But how difficult was that to actually do that shift? Well, the first thing I did when I joined the organization was I actually worked in a store. And it was, again, it was important for me to learn from the customer perspective what was happening in our business. And unlike you, I don't come from this space. Sure. I mean, I've sold everything from blue jeans to T-shirts to chocolate to furniture to beauty products. Right. Um, I, where you're the kind of the marketing consumer products, I'm the retail marketing sales junkie. I love customers and I love to sell them things that are relevant to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big student of the customer. And so it was important for me to learn the business, but from the customer's perspective, not from being told what we did and what we always did and why we did the things. Quite frankly, it doesn't matter because right. if the customer doesn't understand it, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so what I found in the business was we didn't know our customer and I found the category, the category is complicated. The category is it's a lot. And mm -hmm. when you've got 8,000 SKUs in a store and you look at this wall of all this stuff and it's like, what is all of this? So I really wanted to A, get really close to the customer. And when I talk about customer, I talk about the internal customer, which is our associates, our health mm -hmm. enthusiasts, and our external customer, which is the paying public. 
And I really felt that it was important to demystify this category, to demystify the experience. And so I think you've seen our Edgewater store, which is a, was our a prototype store, mm -hmm, where yeah. the layout of the store is much simpler. And we've added education in the store to help the customer experience. I am a firm believer that you always take care of what the customer comes in for first and you educate your associates to be able to deliver that experience. And I'm incredibly proud of our health enthusiasts and how they genuinely want to help. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we had to do was we had to figure out what is the vitamin shop brand? Is it a brand or is it a collection of other people's brands that by the way, happens to be in this store that's right. been around and been very successful since 1977, but we had to stand for something. So the first thing after I learned as much as I could from the organization and from external customers was we went to work on what is that brand story so that we could have a story to tell. And I hope our customers, I think they have, and I think you have seen this storytelling and this level of education. So even on social media, you don't see us talk about the percentage off. Mm -hmm. You talk us, you see us talk about, uh, there's a, there's a little bit of education, but maybe with a wink, you know, right. it's a little, it's, it's not, it's not, too tongue in cheek, but it's a little bit of a wink. Um, and it's about education and it's about influencers and people that are experts in this space, because for us to compete against an Amazon and for us to stand out in this space, there has to be a reason why the customer wants to make a special trip to the vitamin shop. Right. And what is it about the product? Like the product that you guys have developed, mm -hmm. you know, that is unique and different. That puts the special into specialty. Right. And when you think about specialty retailing, there aren't a lot of us. And so how do we make that experience unique, different, but at the at the core of everything, it has to be right for the customer. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, from a consumer standpoint, there's not a retail outlet that is more inviting than the vitamin shop store to me. It's well lit. It's always clean. When I walk into the other guys, it's cluttered, it's tight. And, and, and the associates, like you call them health enthusiasts. And it's great because the store manager at my local vitamin shop. I mean, she's probably in her mid fifties, but she is so damn happy all the time and so smart and inviting. And then I walk into the other guys and it's, it's me, it's a gym bro. I mean, I don't, I'm not the person the grand, I'm very nice and personal, but some of those folks just don't, they sit there on their cell phones. And so there's definitely an, a difference in environment, which I think is kudos to like what you guys are building across the network. And I'm curious because now you guys are rolling out the franchise model and I yeah. don't know like when that's going to be full fledged, but then you don't, and maybe you do, but like in terms of the hiring process, that might change a bit, right? That local store franchisee gets to follow suit. So are, is there any, I mean, is there any hesitation to the franchise model? Are you guys like super yeah. stoked about it? Like how, what's that looking like right now? So, so here's the way I feel about it. I'm excited about the opportunity to bring the vitamin shop into local communities and for somebody as the franchisee to be able to bring the vitamin shop into the business. So mm -hmm. We have just recently announced that. Um, I'm excited to say that um, two of the two of in particular that are uh, franchisees that are very interested in opening a vitamin shop are actually either current associates or ex associates of the vitamin okay. shop. Awesome. And I think the core about the franchise model that's maybe unique to us about who we want to be a franchisee is you have to love what we do mm -hmm. and you have to love what we're doing. And so I'm actually talking to every right, right now, every franchisee that's really interested to make sure that they can deliver everything that we've worked so hard on the last two and a half years right. to the local communities that they'll serve. 
And the other thing that's very different about our model is we are, we are on a quest to deliver the exact same model when it comes to omni-channel in a franchise model that you get in a company store. No one does that today. No right. one. No one does buy online, pick up and store like we're going to do. No one's going does click and collect like we're going to do. You know, so the full ensuite of all this digital work that we've done and the technology that we put in store, we are putting that into the franchise model because what's really, really important is the customer can't tell the difference. Right. It's really important that because as you know. So many of your, our, 85% of our customers start their journey on a mobile device Sure. and they don't care that it's a franchise vitamin shop or a company owned franchise. What we want them to do is buy our products, mm -hmm. your products, our products collectively. Right. And it doesn't matter who owns the store. Right. And so when you use that as a filter and you expect that, and it's really about building that into your core business. I do believe it's, it, it will be very successful because we'll be able to reach more consumers. Right. I don't see today, we're still learning, we're at the beginning of this journey. I don't see that we'll have as many stores as maybe the other competitor mm -hmm. because we want to keep our stores, first of all, we want to keep the volumes at a certain level because we know right. that makes it successful. We want to make sure we have the expansion, the, you know, the expanded inventory because that helps us be successful. But most importantly, we want to make sure that the customer gets the same experience, especially on all the digital enhancements we've mm -hmm. made, that it's very connected, that the franchisee gets credit for those sales too. So I think that that's a really important differentiator because that doesn't happen in other specialty retailers, which is why specialty retailer really, pro really probably haven't gotten into this space because it's a lot harder than it looks. I'm sure it's um, not easy, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I want to make sure that the, you know, today, if we don't, fix our systems the way it needs to. A franchisee can't get inventory mm -hmm. when their systems are built. It can go to a company store, but they, it doesn't break off. So there's a lot of systemic things behind the scene, but you know, the, the, the plumbing and the electrical that needs to be done to build the house that you don't see that has to work to make this, this successful. And we want to do everything we can to make sure that the franchisee feels like they're a part of the team that we're building here at the Vitamin. That's awesome. That's cool. A trend too lately now is like these pop-up stores within the store, right? The other guys yeah. just announced what they're doing. Um, we see it with like DSW and Hy-Vee. Coach did it with like Macy's. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. things. Is that something of interest to the vitamin shop, say of like a vitamin shop target collaboration or, or, or along those lines? I mean, it's, it's sort of new age, especially for, for the sports nutrition yeah. um, vitamin world. But is that, has that been anything that you guys have ever thought about, considered? Well, we did it. Uh, unfortunately, the timing was bad. We put some uh, new, some some shop within shops in, uh, you know, in a local gym in some of the local. Oh, gyms. that's right. Yes. Yep. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, the pandemic hit and the right. gyms closed. So it was the right idea. Uh, timing was not quite what we had hoped it to be. But absolutely, again, if you go back to the fundamental comment about be where the customer is. Mm -hmm. And what value can you bring to that customer? That's where we want to be. We want to, you know, we know that our brand awareness is not where it needs to be. We're working on that. But again, we didn't really consider ourselves a brand until two and a half years ago. So, yeah. and so we've got a lot of catching up to do in that regard, which is why, you know, I'll show up wherever I can show up in terms of events. I'm excited to get out and, and, and meet people again, um, which is why I'm pretty active socially because I want people to know. Yeah. 
I want people to know the, the, the great partners that we have, such as yourself and, and others, as well as the things that we're doing internally in the organization as well, again, to, to support our customers and the communities that we serve. Give me a second, I'm trying to select the appropriate weapon. Uh, watch who you stepping, them snakes all around, you know they connected. So count your days, hold up, let me count the ways you gon' pay. When I spot you, I'm coming straight through to your face, no foreplay. Coming alive! There's definitely a buzz, I think, about Vitamin Shop. I mean, and I think it has a lot to do with the changes that you've made, some of the new brands that you're bringing in. So I want to talk a little bit about that. So we obviously sure. work a lot on the brand side. Um, mm -hmm. For a long time, Vitamin Shop was strictly legacy. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with having a wall of muscle tech, optimum. They, like, they have their place. They mm -hmm. have done a ton for the industry. But now, like, you walk in, you can see this brand in the store. You can see yeah. Outright Bar, Planta, like, all these new exciting brands. I know you have, um, you have some coming in July that I can't speak about, but we know about, but, like, some big stuff. Um, yeah. Very, very exciting stuff. So when it comes down to product selection, you guys are being pitched every day or get new ideas thrown at you every day. Mm -hmm. How do you vet that out with everything yeah. out there? And how do you determine what's cool and what's going to work? Yeah. So I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it goes back. You have to know your customer. Mm -hmm. You have to know not only who you are, but you also have to know what you are not. Yep. And you also need to know what you want to go get. Yeah. And we have a clear understanding of what we want to go get and how we want to keep people in our ecosystem and continue to build that loyalty. But the thing about our business that's really important, and I don't know that the vitamin shop has thought about it this way, and that's kind of more of my background, it's, it's about fashion. So when I think about a lot of the sports nutrition side of the house, it is a lot about what's hip, yep. what's new, what's cool, what's the ingredient 
-hmm. And what's the story you can tell about an ingredient that's hip? Like, look what happened with chlorophyll on TikTok. I mean, it just took off. Who would have thought? Right. Oh, you know, so so there are things that happen in our industry. And for me, it's about making sure you're on trend. So there is what I would call the day job or the bread and butter. You know, I can't be out of a multivitamin. I can't be out of vitamin C. I can't be out of, you know, the kind of the core business. But there's this fashion element of the business and it's fast and it's quick Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to get on trend. And when you come into the business like I did and it said, oh, well, six months, six to nine months before we can put it on the shelf, that doesn't work. Um, you know, I'm used to, you know, I grew up in this in this business in more on the fashion apparel side. And if we saw a hot trend over in Europe or wherever in the globe, like I had to have it on the shelves because and I had a very, very short window to sell it and I had to be out. Right. And I think that's the other thing that's probably different in the way we think about the merchandising in our in our space as well, is that there will be some times when things are going to come in and they're going to come out. And, and it is about making sure that we get the best brands always standing for quality. So I want to make sure that's a real fundamental component. And we never, we will not sacrifice on quality. We believe very strongly in um, the quality of the products that we carry at the vitamin shop. That is first and foremost. I mean, this is an ingestible product, most right. of the products we carry. And so we take quality exceptionally. So that more than anything has right. to be, has to be what it, what it meets our, you know, our standards on the quality, but it's all about the customer. How do you, and how do you make sure that you have what they need, but how do you set the trends? And I'm excited that some of the products that we're bringing in, we're actually now setting some of the trends because we're able to get it on the shelf faster than we ever have. Yeah. And I can vouch like the vetting process to get into vitamin shop. It's not just a cakewalk. I mean, you go through some stuff, right? And you should, you should obviously know what it is that you're putting in there because it is a a product that you're putting into your body. And um, especially like on the sports nutrition side, I mean, they, by the they're not technically drugs, but I mean, they make an impact on your body, like maybe a drug would. So you have to mm-hmm. obviously be careful on those things. Sharon, tell me about your childhood. I'm interested. Like when you, when you were young, what did you want to be? I mean, I don't know if CEO <laughs> was on the list. If you want, my daughter wants to be a, a doctor or a princess, but like, what, what did you strive or what was like the vision for you? Well, if uh, you really want to know when I was a younger uh, kid, I actually was a figure skater and okay. I wanted to be a professional figure skater. So when cool. you know, other people were in sports and doing other things, I was doing, you know, laybacks and, you know, double flips and, you know, things like that. So it I really enjoyed it. extremely difficult. So I would fall on my ass every, I play <laughs> hockey, but like the figure skating skates, okay. I tried to wear those ones too. It was like, not for me, not so kudos, yeah. like tough stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. But uh, honestly, um, I always knew that I wanted to be with with people. I I always I I used to uh, sing and I was a musical theater as a musical theater. So, you know, I tried to, you know, loved loved that. But when I started uh, going to school, I loved business. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved business. Um, And after I graduated from college, I actually fell into retail. And that's when I started working for Express. Uh, when Express was in its very early days. And I fell in love with the customer. I fell in love with fashion. I fell in love with um, having somebody come in and helping them feel special and feel good when they walked out with the latest outfit and how that, and how they had that instant gratification about, oh gosh, I'm going to look great on my date, you know, Saturday night. And then it was, then it kind of snowballed. And, um, and I'm just, again, really grateful that I've um, had the good fortune to work for some wonderful, wonderful branded companies where I kind of got my chops on branding and, and customer and uh, doing something unique in the marketplace at those particular moments in time. 
And then, you know, for me, one of the things that always motivates me more than anything is the teams that you get to work with. I'm, I'm always, I've always been a people leader. I love working with, um, you know, with building a team and, and great people that not only work hard, but play hard. Yeah. And, uh, and that really are driven by, uh, you know, being successful and helping one another succeed. And, uh, and so, and I took some risks, you know, so you you mentioned your daughter, I would, you know, tell her to not be, not to, not to be scared and to ask mm -hmm. for what she wants and right. uh, to take an occasional risk every once in a while. And it does mean that I moved all over the country. I call myself a little bit of a retail gypsy. I've lived yeah. all over the United States. Um, and, uh, but I'm also grateful for those experiences because of the, the, the things I learned and the people I met along the way. Yeah. I mean, well, you have to take, like, I left corporate America to do my side hustle and it paid off. Thank God. But I mean, it's those things that you walk away from, and I'm sure you've left jobs, well-paying jobs, really, really well-established to like the vitamin shopping, a brand new venture. Like you didn't know, well, maybe you knew it was going to be successful because you believed in yourself, but who knows? Like a pandemic could have hit back in 18 and really, you know, took you mm -hmm. off, the, off the rails. But um, how do you balance? Because you, you're CEO of Vitamin Shop. You're on the board of multiple things. You're mm -hmm. a mom. You're a family leader. Like, how mm -hmm. do you find that? That's the biggest thing for me. It's like running two businesses, having two children, being a husband. I find that job more interesting, trying to balance everything yeah. in my life. So do you live out of your calendar or what do you do <laughs> to essentially make sure that you're the best at everything that you do? Because- some people have a hard time being the best mom or being the best CEO because they don't have a great, but I would, you know, somebody in your situation, you're probably very good at time management and balancing, but did you struggle with that as you took on more responsibility? Ryan, I still struggle with it. You know, I, I think that anybody that tells you they have it all figured out, yeah. I want their secret. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, for me, you know, work and my personal life um, are very blended. You know, I'm a firm believer in love what you do and you never work a day in your life. And, uh, and so if you, if you really enjoy what you do, it doesn't feel like work. And I mean, I see you out, you know, you know, with your family and, right. and it, it's, it's just kind of who you are. And I think if you have a job that is about who you are, I think that makes it a lot, a lot easier, you know, because it, it's not as draining mm -hmm. uh, when you're, when you're energized by the people you get to spend your time with. Uh, but, you know, I am, I am really kind of boring. I go to bed on the early side at night, but I'm up at the crack of dawn. Yep. And I use that that time in the morning when it's quiet and people aren't pinging me with whatever. And, uh, you know, I grab a couple of cup, my coffee pot goes off at 530 and, you know, I can it's already there for me. And um, and uh, I sit and I kind of think and I kind of plan my day. And it's kind of my focus time where nobody's it's it's my time. I guess it's me time. And that's how I organize and kind of think through, um, you know, what I need to do. But I also know when I have a limit. And I'm kind of, I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I, I need a break. And, uh, and I've gotten better as I've gotten older and kind of saying, you know, I really need these four hours to just go somewhere or, you know, not be on my phone for a little bit and, and try to do that. But you know what? I still haven't figured it out. I'm, I'm all, all about uh, self-improvement. So if anybody has some uh, tips for me, I'd be happy to listen. <laughs> What's a, besides work, besides family like what's a hobby of yours do you take time for yourself to do something whether it's read a half hour a day or yeah whatever do you have any like for me it's the gym the gym is my outlet i do that yeah. in the morning at 4 a.m i love it um i'd love to travel more but i don't have time to do it so like what do, what do you do to keep yourself sane yeah so uh i'm a big uh i'm into yoga i <laughs> i actually uh really enjoy there's a yoga studio not too far from my house here in texas that i go to on a regular basis it's hot yoga and i really use that you know, to kind of center myself every once in a while. And I'm also at the gym. 
uh, not as often as you are, uh, but I, I do. I do get. Um, I really do enjoy getting to the gym a couple day, couple couple times a week, uh, in addition to my yoga. And um, I enjoy really being with a very tight circle of you know friends and family. I get. I draw a lot of energy from being with the people that I'm closest to. I do love to travel. Um, right. If I if there's a work trip and I can kind of tie in a weekend or something, yeah. I'll try to get something else in. Um, but, and I, and I absolutely can't wait till the theater reopens in New York. I also live in New York city. Um, I'm very excited for September to come, uh, cause I, I'm an avid theater concert goer. I really enjoy doing those kinds of things. Uh, cause I love all kinds of music mm -hmm. and everything from classic to, you know, classical to, to rock music and things of that nature. Um, so, you know, just uh, enjoying life and, and experiencing things I, I draw great energy from and learning. Uh, learning is really important to me. I read a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, and so just, you know, try to get uh, learn as much as I can so that I can help the organization and uh, be as successful as it can be. Talk to me about some strategic alignment and partnerships. You guys did Weight Watchers. Uh, you had a yeah. good strategic partnership there, but I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at other things that we've seen in this space. I know like you come from the fashion world. So Lululemon, I believe was mirror, right? There was an acquisition there, get all that consumer data, a lot of cool, like unique things. Like there's a Peloton's out there in the world and these um, tonals. I mean, there's this, all this new technology when it comes to what you guys do. Is there an opportunity for you to partner with a Peloton partner with, some of these at-home technologies that are growing in popularity because of the pandemic and because people buy them and realize like, look, this is convenient. I can walk 12 steps downstairs, hop on my Peloton, which Peloton's great, by the way. I give them yeah. all the credit in the world. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I, I think those things are so unique, plus all the consumer data that you can obtain from an alignment partnership purchase mm -hmm. standpoint. Anything that you can talk about or that you've looked at out there that are, are you know mesmerized by or, or yeah. influenced by? I think I think we're on a journey to figure that out uh, because I do agree with you. There is more there, uh, and I do think there is going to continue to be consolidation in our industry. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think that you know so we'll we'll evaluate those um, opportunities as the, as they come available. Uh, but I but we did just um, also announce a partnership with uh, Iron Man. Oh yeah, uh, okay, US, I saw that. That's right, yep. And we are going to be the supplement retailer um, partner for the Ironman uh, here in the states, and getting involved with that organization. So I guess again, I go and I'm I'm going to be a broken record. I go back to the customer. Yep. Weight Watchers works because we had a very clear customer, and we have shared values and alignment with what Mindy Grossman is doing at WW around nutrition. Mm -hmm. and the importance of nutrition and everyone is entitled to have nutrition. And so that there, there is a synergy around their customer, our customer and what that could be. So that was, that was, that's a great partnership. And I'm, I'm excited about how that will continue to grow in our health and the, being a part of the healthy living mm -hmm. coalition on that. Ironman are that that's elite athletes. So those are, and, and, and yeah, and, and they, they, it becomes their life. And it's how, and you know this better than anybody about, you know, the, the, the effort and the work and the mental um, capacity that you need to mm -hmm. be an Ironman. And so we're excited to meet that customer of an elite athlete, which is newer for us, yeah. you know, we're, because that the sports nutrition side of the business is, is a new muscle for us to build. And so Ironman is a great example. I mean, when you brand an Ironman tattoo, those are loyalists. Those are yes, real are. loyalists yeah. uh, to, to, uh, you know, to, to that brand. And so that's a great opportunity. So 
We will continue to make sure, again, looking at who our customer is and what synergies and what partnerships make sense. We absolutely are interested in, in doing more of that because, again, our mission is that lifelong wellness starts here at the vitamin shop. And if that's the case, we want to make sure that we can meet the customer where they are at every stage of their life. For sure. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to pivot here as we round out the show here. I'm always curious, especially having some of your stature on the show, what is your social responsibility as a company? And mm-hmm. in 2020, we saw so much awful stuff, weird stuff in our country, yeah. across borders. And it always brings up the question and arguments like, do you take a stance? Do you say something publicly? Because everybody has their own personal opinions. And a lot of times, yeah. maybe they don't publicize them. And some do. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm in Minneapolis where the George Floyd thing happened, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. was crazy here. But as a company and, and you're out there like, what's that communication internally with your team saying like, should we touch this? Should we stay away from yeah. it? Because you, you mentioned you have to be in tune with your customers and, and you have to be authentic to them. And I would imagine a lot of your customers also have a belief in everything that's going on. So are you torn or do you guys have a stance saying like, we're going to, we're going to participate and take a stance on something? Yeah, we, we are very committed to social justice and equality and inclusion. Mm-hmm. We always have been, when you look at, you know, where, while we haven't maybe been, you know, waving the torch on it, we always want, have wanted to be a place uh, where our associates loved where they came to work uh, and that they felt like they were included and mm-hmm. that they felt that they belonged. Um, we feel that way about our external customer when they come in through the door. We don't want to discriminate. We want to make sure that we can be there to serve the community where we, where we reside and, and online. Um, so I think it's important for us to get involved and be engaged. But it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, through the election. Yeah, it wasn't about it wasn't about, you know, Democrat, Republican. It wasn't about that. It was go vote, mm-hmm. go vote. Right. Um, it, it's 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 have, make your voice heard, whatever that voice is for you. Right. So it's, it's really about the the action and the activity and getting involved. But everybody has their own opinion and everybody has very different belief systems. And it's and it's our job, my job, I think, to make sure that we have a culture in the organization where, um, where that, those beliefs can be shared and be accepted. And because uh, and I, I do believe that the more inclusive of an organization that you have, the better for the customer and the better for business. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, that's just the way I lead. And, uh, you know, I... Personally, back to you asked me the question about your daughters, you know, I have I personally have been discriminated against in my career. I mean, it's sure. it's it is what it is. You kind of move forward and you, you still move forward. And I just want to make sure that I never I want to make sure that we do what we can at the vitamin shop. But it's not about the event specifically around, you know, what's happening in, in the in the inclusion diversity space. It's, it's really about it has to be part of the fabric and mm-hmm. the culture that you build. And it's just who you are. Right. And, uh, and so we will continue to make sure that we support that. And then in terms of things like environmental and sustainability, and you hear a lot about ESG right now, yeah. um, you know, we, we absolutely need to, to do more when it comes to recycling, um, you know, making sure that what we do is sustainable and kind of continue to help the environment because, uh, you know, the, the, the facts are there. 
that there has to be change there. And, uh, and we're certainly putting those plans in place to do and we'll and we'll do our part. We're not going to save the world. I wish we could, but we're yeah, not. Right. But we'll but we certainly want to be responsible citizens and, and, and do our part and contribute. Last question for you here. There's a thing we call like BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal, right? Like, what do you, what do you see happening or what would you, what do you envision happening 10 years from now for Vitamin Shop? Like, where do you want this company to be? I want the Vitamin Shop to be a household name. Simple. I mean, that, that includes, I mean, I was, then, then I can stem off that because internationally, you guys are doing stuff over there. I mean, how much? I want the Vitamin Shop to be a household name. That's, I mean, it, it covers it all. It's perfect. No, it's good. I mean, I think it's great with, you know, your expansion internationally, the franchise model, potentially partnering up again within stores. I mean, I think you've done an, an absolutely great job and I'm only privy to the information you can read online. So I can only imagine all the stuff that went on behind closed doors, the trials, the tribulations, the struggles. I'm sure you've probably left the office, maybe in tears. I mean, just like exhausted from the day, but you've really done a fantastic job to the point where like the vitamin shop is cool. I mean, it really, and that's what you were just kind of alluding to earlier is people that I talk to in the space, when we speak about vitamin shop in the past, it might've been like, Oh, that's that vitamin company, right? Like they mm -hmm. sold fish oil and then minerals, but now it's like the place to go to get the cool hip brands and you have more coming this summer. So um, it's gotta be exciting. It's gotta be super exciting, especially coming out of the pandemic now and seeing mm -hmm. things, the ship revert itself and, and become more healthy. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be able to contain myself. I'd be like jumping up for joy. every single day. <laughs> Well, I, you know, Ryan, thank you very much, but it, it, it's, it, it, it takes a village. It, mm -hmm. it really does. And I, it, that's easy to, it's, it's easy to say, but it's a lot of work. And um, I'm very, very incredibly grateful to the team we have at the vitamin shop. I don't do this by myself. Right. Um, I get the opportunity to speak with you, but um, but I have an, just an unbelievable team that I couldn't be more proud of. And I also have um, a, a group of vendor partners, you know, such as yourself that are enjoyable to work with. And we learn from you mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, every day. And, you know, so it, 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 it is about, um, again, this, this community. And uh, I'm grateful that we're able to be here in this moment and I, uh, I believe the future is very bright for the vitamin shop. Yeah. Well, obviously I appreciate everything. I mean, it's not very often. And for those listening or watching, like Sharon takes the time on LinkedIn to comment on my stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm essentially a nobody in this space. And then here, here's, you know, the queen of the industry coming and commenting on my thing. And, and you tried the product and you provide feedback. Um, and I'm grateful for that because for me, it's like, I need everybody to be on board for this product to be successful, including the stores. And that's why I visit the stores and give them free product because they, if they don't try it, they can't speak to it. So, um, I think we'll kill it together. We're gonna have fun. Um, I'm excited about all the new brands, everything that you're doing. So thank you so much for taking the time coming on, giving us a little insight into your world, into the life of vitamin shop. And I think all good things are, are going to continue to go on. Well, thank you for having me. And, uh, it's great to have you be a part of our team. Lady CEO of vitamin shop. Super cool for her to take time out of her busy schedule to join us here on the Iron Union Podcast. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. We're on iTunes, Spotify. You're listening on all major podcast platforms. If you're watching via YouTube, you can subscribe there as well and stay up to date with all the podcasts that we do here at the Iron Union. You can also stay up to date with product reviews, rankings, nutrition plans, workout routines, news, quick hits, so much more. And then fitnessinformer.com obviously is our website. Again, if you want to support Fit Players and support the launch at Vitamin Shop, the best thing to do, vitaminshop.com or head to your local Vitamin Shop. They do have the exclusive banana maple French toast featuring Planta, Ambrosia Collective, the French, uh, the maple French toast protein, banana maple French toast protein. Um, it, 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 we killed the launch. And, uh, you know, for me, I'm going to end the podcast with a, with a huge, sincere thank you uh, and gratitude because going into the launch, I wasn't sure... 
I wasn't sure how receptive this was going to be, and you know, we brought some innovation into a category which has been stagnant for a little bit, and um, you know, I think that they're excited about that. We have five flavors right now nationwide. At some point, hopefully, we do more. Uh, but there's a good selection available at your local vitamin shop or or vitaminshop.com, like I said, or any other retailer. You can use the store locator on our website. Um, you know, you can support the small brick and mortar. You can go to fitbars.com as well. But I'm just grateful. I'm humble. I'm appreciative of the support that Sharon and her team has shown me uh, as a person, as a as a brand, and that's just doesn't happen, you know, with any organization. So, uh, again, grateful, humbled, thankful, uh, blessed is, you know, what I can say. So, uh, it's fitbutters.com is the website again, or, or vitamin shop is free dollar, free shipping over $25 on their website. Uh, for everybody out there, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. She is an absolute queen. She's a rock star. Until next week, hang loose, be informed with it. Let's go.